0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shattercast Derek, in honor of your shirt I want to ask you a question about The Flash Sure Pop quiz trivia Okay Who is The Flash's favorite singer-songwriter?
1: I'm worried, guys I'm not sure Who is it? Taylor Swift
2: A. Hey. Let's move away from lies and fears it's time to leave. Free from how you look Or what they say
0: Sure is happening.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll laugh when that, that clip makes it to the air. That's going to be great. <laughs> no, but so today uh, your shirt is appropriate. Brian's not so much. <laughs> we're gonna be talking. You're repping the
1: competition. What is going on, man? I didn't get the memo. Get the memo.
0: <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, the DC Deck Building game expansion, Rebirth. Yes. So Derek, why don't you introduce it to us?
1: Sure. So uh, DC Deck Builder has been a game that's been out for a long time. There's many expansions to it. Uh, but this year they made a new version of it called Rebirth. This is really cool. Uh, first off, if you don't know what Deck Builder is, you start with a deck of cards that's unique to you and your character, and you're able to purchase more cards. Cards throughout the game to make your deck better uh bigger and better and you do more stuff. Uh so in DC deck builder rebirth, uh it's uh really cool. Uh they reframed it so the story actually makes sense. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, like the
3: new fifty-two to rebirth, there, it? There you go.
1: <laughs> we will talk about that.
3: Uh <laughs> so you play a character,
1: uh you have Wonder Woman, Superman, Flash, and a bunch of others. Batman of course is here uh, and you uh, have a special deck and uh, you get these resources that you can buy different cards with now how Rebirth is different is that there's actually a layout this layout actually has a purpose because you have movement now uh, so you move your character oh, to a okay. spot where you can actually buy a card add to your deck uh, and some cool stuff happens you also have villains that you're trying to defeat uh, each villain where they're coming out though they're trying to get to a specific location it has a number here that they're trying to get to if they're at that location, they'll do damage uh, to both the location and to the hero when it's their turn. Uh, so you're constantly trying to stop hero, or stop villains. Uh, if you're on their same space, uh, you're kind of engaging with them. You're battling them so they can't move. So there's some strategy with that. Uh, the other cool thing is that there's a whole campaign element. So there's these nice. uh, little scenario backs that they have. There's eight scenarios. And uh, each one has, like, secret cards, has a little bit of a story element. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. light story. It's not super deep, but it's pretty cool. Um, and as you go throughout the game, you get to... Uh, Learn more about the story. It changes the gameplay a little bit, which is great. You also have these special cards. Uh, so there's different parts in the game uh, time that you get to add these cards to your deck. And they're unique to the heroes, so it's pretty cool. Uh, so your is actually growing as you're playing. And so that's a lot of fun as well. Uh, so I think they have did a really good job just kind of expanding the game and kind of retooling it. Um, some of you guys have played the regular DC Deck Builder game. How do you guys think it lines up with them?
0: I really like uh, DC Deck Builder uh, quite a bit, actually. I think that was probably the first Deck Builder that I liked enough to say that it was like my favorite Deck Builder. Um, up until then, I had played a few different ones. I played Marvel Legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, there's another one I can't remember the name of. Is Dominion? Dominion yep. Swan? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, so, Clank. yeah, I played Clank. Mm-hmm. Clank, I actually played after DC Deck Builder. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed Marvel Legendary. I enjoyed uh, Dominion. Um, but playing DC Deck Builder, I was like, it, it was, there was something about it that was just really good. And this is very different. Um, so I guess if I had a few questions, it would be uh, the scenarios. Do you have to play them in order? Um, does it help if you play them in order? And then also, how does that affect replay value?
1: Uh, Yes. So, yes, you should play scenarios in order. It kind of builds on it, uh, the story and different things happen. Um, You can replay it without the scenarios if you don't want to. Um, You can, hey, I want to play scenario two over again. Uh, There's sort of a legacy light element. So um, there's these different, different locations that can get damage. Um, if a location ever gets five damage, it's damaged for the rest of your campaign, and mm. you keep track of that. Um, so you can decide to play with that or without it. So, yeah, you can decide to
2: cool. kind of play how you want to. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, what's, like, cool to me is, like, it feels like with this new version, like, there's a momentum to how you play. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have this feeling that, like, you go from, like, this c- city hall, you know, and, and then you move over here to, like, you know, the daily planet, planet like, you know, planet, all these places like that. It's cool because, like, When I played just like the plain version, like for the rebirth, like it's cool because you're buying stuff out there, but it did kind of seem like it was like random and kind of chance-based. And with this one, I think you have to plan out your moves and how far you want to move and buying cards that uh, uh, allow you to move more or less Mm -hmm. plays a lot bigger role. So to me, I I think that's what's cool is that when you play this game, I think that you'll be a lot more engaged with it Mm -hmm. overall. Yeah, cool. You're our biggest DC fan here, Brian. What do you think about it?
3: Um, I only played the original once, but from what I remembered, basically, there wasn't really like the story concept like they have now. Yeah. It was just like beating up villains for no reason, mm-hmm. which is... So well, like they're villains. That well, the is the reason. Wasn't there the bad like bad where you would interact with each other and you could hurt each other somehow? You could.
1: And the they weird could. thing was you would <laughs> defeat a villain and then the, the villain would go in your deck. So it's like, yeah. which
2: I thought why I'm was. Doing this. was so <laughs> no, then, like, it made no sense. Yeah. You I, I were fighting cool,
3: each other to then try and defeat <laughs> the villain. So. It's kind of weird. It kind of didn't yeah. make sense, but and the now... cool thing
2: when
1: you defeat um, when you defeat villains in this one, you always get a reward. So there's a reward that will either, either benefit you or the rest of the table. And yes, it starts off completely cooperative. Uh, if you flip this over, it can become competitive. Oh, okay, uh, I like the, so. That
3: so. There's also that element too, because like the first game or the original, it was like whoever had the most villain cards won. Wasn't that what it was? Uh,
1: whoever had the most stars, so you get victory points. So whoever had the most victory points, there's victory points on these cards because. Technically, you can uh, use the previous versions on this. Um, I've tried a little bit. It doesn't work exactly as easily. There's a lot of <laughs> extra mechanics. There's extra mechanics. That and other cards don't apply. To. Yeah. And there's ways that you can um, reformat some of the other car- cards to work with this, but it's
3: not the smoothest thing. But yeah. But I like that they're trying to add the story element mm-hmm. a lot more than mm-hmm. just playing each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like the story element as well. It's it's really intriguing to me. And I like um, like these character cards, the one that like I'm the Flash this time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Flash was my favorite character to play in the original deck-building game because you could just do some really broken things with him. Yeah. Um, but for example, I like when they're thematic and they make sense. Mm-hmm. So like in this, in Rebirth, uh, you get extra movement every turn, yep. and you get uh, if you pay extra movement, then you get to pick another player and they draw a card. Yeah, and so it's nice. almost like uh, it's more cooperative yep. than the last one. And so it's like I can be really fast and do something, you know, however you want to flavor it, crazy to give someone a leg up. Yeah, you know, and and Wonder Woman has a similar mechanic where if you assist several people, you can help them; they get to draw a card or something. And so I yep. like flavor on characters that makes sense yeah.
1: and batman is the detective so some of his extra cards and feature you can look at your deck you can do mm-hmm. different things uh superman is super powerful if he's standing on a villain he gets extra power to defeat that villain so yeah, yeah.
2: it's pretty thematic uh that way so yeah yeah pretty cool awesome well what's cool about it is like <clears throat> the name of it is rebirth mm-hmm which, as we know, ties into our face. It does,
1: it does. Um, first, Brian, you had mentioned this. The reason they call this Rebirth is from the comic book line. So in the comic book line, they've relaunched the DC Universe several times. Crisis uh, on infant
3: inserts, New 52.
1: Exactly. So there's a New 52 relaunch, uh, which uh, kind of redid some of the characters' background. They kept some stuff, didn't keep other stuff, and so uh, after a while, it wasn't really received that well. So... DC recently did a relaunch again and they Hmm. called it Rebirth, where they brought in some of the characters' backgrounds and stuff like that. And that's been doing pretty well now. And so when um, this uh, Cryptozoic, who does this game, decided to relaunch their uh, game here, they called it Rebirth as well. And so it was kind of a cool tie-in to the comic book line. And as you were saying, Joel, that does tie into our faith a lot with this concept. (laughs) Segway, season two. We're getting better. Uh (laughs) Every time we have a great segue, someone points it out and it becomes a terrible <laughs> segue <Segway. laughs> love it that's that's, Never changed, our guys.
3: that's that's our signature thing that's what makes our segues you're
1: right you're right we like you guys to know when we're doing a segue yeah. anyways uh which does tie into our faith uh which talks a lot about um being reborn uh so uh, mm-hmm. we want to launch that a couple things that i've I like I was listening to an interview with one of the developers and he was saying how they took a lot of the elements from the previous uh, DC Deck builder and just kind of refined it. And one of the things I love about our faith is when you become a Christian, your personality doesn't go, you know, away or ever. God is Constantly refining us in our faith, um, and in our how we act, how we react to other people, and so He's making us really the person that He always created us to be. And so there's that idea of refinement, and we'll talk about it in a second. But then there's this idea of rebirth. Um, when we become Christians, the Bible calls us being born again. Um, and so it's like we have a restart. You know, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Uh, God has this great future um, ahead of you. So what do you guys think about when you hear rebirth, and you think um, how does that relate to our faith and when people become uh, believers.
0: Yeah, well, I'm immediately reminded of the second book of Corinthians, uh, chapter 5, verse 17. It says, uh, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away, and behold, new things have come. And for me, uh, it's so important to, to keep that in mind, right, that, that we are new in Christ, we're reborn in Christ. Uh, like we said, a lot of Christians, the terminology we use is born again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's because who we are, the things that define us, the things that motivate us, the things that drive us, uh, change. They change. Uh, even for people who, who aren't Christian, over time, people change and grow. Um, and even more so, when you are a Christian, when you are reading Scripture, when you see Christ's life it inspires us to be different. It inspires us to to grow and to change and and set aside things that that don't really matter and and focus on things that that do matter. And I think the important thing there is is recognizing that this matters. Entertainment does matter and having fun matters and 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 building relationships matters. And so it's easy, I think, sometimes for us to get into this trap of the things that matter are these really high, lofty spiritual things that, you know, we should be spending six hours a day uh, doing like historical study of the church and everything, Um, which there are people who commit their lives to that. And that's great. Um, But that's not all that matters. You know, God values our interests. He values the fun that we have. Um, And so we're this new creation in Christ. And so we find a way to take the things that matter to us, the things that we enjoy and use them uh, to spread his message of hope and life to
2: the world. Yeah. And like the bare bones of our faith is, is like every human being is born in sin because of the fall of man. And something happened with our genetic code or our spiritual g- like net code, I guess is the best way to describe it, where because of Adam and Eve and like the first sin, then there was a divide between us and God. And in the old covenant, um, the only way to atone for that divide and to atone for the sin that brought, that brought us like away from God was to sacrifice a lamb or a goat or a dove to kind of appease because the wage of sin is death. And sin is what all sin means is to miss the mark. It means that God had a mark and we blew it. <laughs> and we are all born with that. But then when Jesus came, and so this is like the new way of doing this, and it says that you must be born again of the spirit to see the kingdom of God. And what he's saying is that, you know, it's not just about a correction of your behavior. It's about by faith where you're saying, Jesus, I'm, as opposed to calling upon the sacrifice of lambs and goats or my own hard work to earn my way into, the, into your presence and into your love, I'm now calling upon you, Jesus, and you are the spotless lamb that atones my sin. And you're the one that says it's finished and that you're the last one to have to pay the price. And our goal is, is to be reborn, which is, which is all that is, is by, you know, it says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. So when you say, Jesus, I invite you into my heart to dwell and I g- 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 give you my life. And I, and I say that you're the Lord of my life and that you're the o- o- only, only God that is there. And I o- want you in like J- Jesus name. And like you do that, then that sparks this, something, something occurs, I believe in the deepest core of our spirit and our soul, where we literally, from God's perspective, become a whole new creation. Now we still are in this meat suit, you know, this is, you know, like you like still have like the same face and whatever like that. But now your your spirit has been reborn. And what's crazy about that is that now it's like, as if there was never a fall of man or as if you never sinned and you can now really approach the throne of grace, God because of this. And, that's what the Christian faith is all about. It's about being reborn. And that's just like the first step of your journey. Like <laughs> that's like the very, because once you're reborn, then you're a little, oh, you're a little baby and you have to grow. And this is why you get into a word and, and you get around the fellowship and you step out in faith. And soon enough, then you become someone who can help others through that process. You know? So it's a, it's a, it's a really good shit. Cause all we have to do is just like leave in our heart and accept that he's Lord and, follow underneath him, and then he says, "Okay, I'll, I'll do the rest, and I'll f- f- feed you with milk first, and then you'll grow up into something that can take, you know, the the, the like real meat of the gospel and, and like the real meat of what this really looks like because it's a lot bigger than we could ever imagine. Like what God has called for us, and it's really cool because because it's, uh, it's uh, of the spirit. But in the midst of that, then we get to enjoy games as well. <laughs> yeah, <that's
1: laughs> awesome. you know.
0: I mean.
2: That was a sermon. I
0: think there we, can, we just yeah. stop.
3: <laughs> no, no.
0: No, I like the imagery. And also the meat suit. The meat uh, suit babies. <laughs> <laughs> We're the
2: meat suit babies. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> That's very Florida. scary, actually. They're <laughs> <Florida>. much. <laughs> <laughs> Any more thoughts? Uh,
3: I mean, I guess just like once we truly have that rebirth, it's not just about your inner. People outside should see that. So like your friends should be like, Oh, hey, there's something different about you. What's going on? Like, it should also be an outward Amen. thing that happens, yeah. not just inside. So. Yeah.
0: Well, Scripture says you will know them by their fruit, right? And so what fruit are we talking about? The fruit of the Spirit, right? So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Good job. That was also me showing off.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> Show off.
0: I don't think humility is a fruit of the spirit. So um, well,
2: it's about to be. It's, it's about a to joke. Be, it's, a, it's a joke. But all of those
0: things, all of those things can only be seen in the context of interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't be at peace with people if you're never around people, right? So they don't see the fruit of being a peaceful person unless you're interacting with them. They don't see your love your kindness, your gentleness. And and what I really love about those is that love and kindness and gentleness are all different things to God. You know, you can love someone without being kind to them. You're not supposed to, but you can. Mm-hmm. You can be kind to someone without being gentle. And so, uh, you know, the outward expression of this change that happens in our heart when we come to know Christ is demonstrating and walking out those fruits with other people. You know, them being able to see the effect that our relationship with Christ and how that influences how we interact with them.
1: That's cool. A couple other things that came to mind is just, again, as Joel was saying, the idea of being reborn, uh, we work for a lot of people who feel really bad uh, about stuff they've done in the past or feel really guilty about stuff that's happened to them. Um, and we at the same can feel that way too. But when you're reborn, when you can go to God and be like, God, I need you to make me new again, he does so <laughs> every time. And so all the stuff that, that you suffered with in the past, you you can leave it there. Every single day is a new day with God. And so that's the other idea about this being this new creation our slate is wiped clean because of all that jesus has done and we can move mm-hmm. forward so again all that guilt all that shame god doesn't want you to have to deal with that um that's one of the reasons jesus went to the cross so you didn't have to deal with that and then the other thing Brian, you brought up how this game is um just so cooperative and it comes mm-hmm. out of the box that way uh in the previous versions they've had to add expansions to make it more cooperative and it just reminds me uh, as we're saying your faith isn't your own. Uh, we need to work together in life, just like these heroes need to, to help um, each other. Uh, there's this concept in here called assist and you can assist other people when it's their turn. And in life, I think sometimes we think life is just us, you know, I should get whatever I want. I need to work hard for me and I need to get all this. No, life should be about people and it's about each one of us helping each other to grow more, to become better. And, um, Bible again talks a lot about refining, uh, changing our past works to make it better and redeem it. First um, Corinthians three thirteen, and also First Peter one uh, seven talks about how God's refining our faith, refining our works, uh, so we can serve others better. And so um, I think that's just a reminder to us. Um, again, this idea of being reborn—we're uh, also reborn to help other people um, and to be a good influence on them as well.
2: Well. Yeah the word is pretty flat out where it says like, how can you say that you love a God that you've not seen when you don't love the brother that you do see, you know? And I think there's sometimes when, when, when people of faith like us or Christians like us get a bad rep, because someone from our faith says something that's, or does something that is very rude or not Christian like, and it makes us all kind of look down. It's kind of like, well, if they were, if we follow that code where it's, we have to love those that we see just as much as we love those that we don't see, which is God, then we would save ourselves a whole bunch of stress too. Because the cool thing about love is like, it says like love is patient and love is kind. And love also, it says, takes no account of wrongs. And there is a way to help somebody and to explain truth to them without being an attack against their heart. You know, so when I have a buddy, let's just say that he's falling back into, let's just say weed or something like that he like knows it's wrong and I, I know it's wrong. And what, what, I, what I say to him is hey, why did you do it? Like I'm more concerned about your heart condition. Cause there was some need that was not being met in his heart that made him want to step out. Whether it be the need to fit in or the need to self medicate with like, without like the help of God, you know? And, and once you root in down with that deeper problem, then now you can start to work into, into change because now you see okay this is what the true issue is you know it, it, you know his, uh, his what he did was still wrong but I'm more concerned with seeing him grow out, out of it than just saying that you're wrong bye bye <laughs> you know it's <laughs> like let me help you're wrong, wrong. okay <laughs> build up my brother because we're all kids in Christ and we're all gr- growing and it's it's just it's just it's just a neat deal because that's what the church is about. It's not about some bu- bu- building that we go to. It's about the community and the fifth family that we share that's not dependent on your skin tone or your background or anything like that. It's dependent on the spirit, like, like the spirit of God living inside, inside you. Yeah. You know, that's a good point.
0: Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Derek. Brian, thank you very much. Uh, check out the game if you haven't. Check out uh, the Rebirth comic line if you haven't. Um, and really, I think DC should be commended that uh, they tried something. It didn't work. So they started over. They didn't just write it for the next 30 years. And I think that <laughs> speaks to how Whew. we should also live as well. When we try something and it doesn't work, be willing to let it go and start something new. Let Thank you for joining go. us. Okay. <laughs> and I hope you have a great Coffee week. Track. Thank you for coming. <laughs> okay. We'll see you next time. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys.
3: Bye. See ya.
1: Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time